Hey there, we're those sci-fi guys, and this is that those sci-fi guys show. Just two working dudes, different lives, different jobs, but a whole lot of love for science fiction and the fun that comes with. We are your hosts. I am P.S. McKay, and that's it. Hey, that's great. I like that one. Stick with that. <laughs> I'm D.P. Cavman, and as a, as I've been equated by uh, some people who started listening, I'm your color analyst. Please listen to your play-by-play, T.S. McKay. <laughs> and they're off. <laughs> that uh, That's an apt... Oh, shh, Nikes. Uh, that's an apt description that you were uh, describing here. Hold on. Let's just... Let's just call it what it is, my friend. I done, I done, I done goofed. As is the case. What? We're recording? Or did you pee yourself? Hold on. Something's, something's not right. Well, thanks for stopping by, folks. We'll see you next week. Ugh, mother. He's even censoring. Yeah, I did. I did. That's me. That's me. That's my fault. All righty then. Well, while he's slowly losing his mind, there we go. What you? I got? can hear you now. Hmm. Shame. I know. You need to get to one of those bells and just start walking behind you, Game of Thrones style. Shame. 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 Well, I, I accidentally opened up my AirPod case, and then that moved my AirPod back you to filthy the AirPod. Bastard. Yeah, that's what happened. You get so mad about it. I think that never, I do it subconsciously. Never put your AirPods on something you don't <clears throat> tend to hear. Just like muzzle awareness. That I don't intend to hear. So you... Interesting. This went a weird direction. Okay. Okay. This I can do this. would be our boy band name. <laughs> weird direction. <laughs> well done. Well done. <laughs> like I said, I'm the color analyst. Yes, you are. LDT. Uh, what's new with you before we begin our illustrious topic for the, for this episode? Okay, well, let's see. It's uh, 2,220 hours. I'm going on close to uh, 19 straight operating hours right now. What time do you have to get up tomorrow? Oh, I get to sleep in tomorrow. I get to sleep till 6. Oh, that's that's nice. No, 6.15. Boom. Those 15 minutes count, man. (laughs) at that level yeah it does (laughs) let me put it to you this way man i got asked to go and 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 watch uh you know and uh go work out of another office or at least go down to uh collaborate at another office but i had to be in there on the early shift Mm. sucked balls that's a bummer that's a bummer welcome to the corporate world though No, no. Okay. I still, you know what? I still used to get more shit done before 9 a.m. than most people got done all day. 
Oh, you still get more stuff done by 9 a.m. than I do. What are you talking about? Well, yeah, because I got an hour drive, and you... What? I'm still asleep. (laughs) I roll out of bed 20 minutes before I have to log in. (laughs) Maybe I shower, maybe I don't. I'm not sure. But I definitely only shave twice a week. Ain't no pants today. (laughs) Every day is a no pants day for me. So... (laughs) Gross, dude. Gross. You know, it's funny. My wife was talking to me. not funny. No, okay, come on. My wife was talking to me about my reclusiveness and how I've turned into this hermit now where I literally leave the house twice a week. Once to go to dinner with my in-laws and then once to bring my son to the Boy Scouts meeting. Literally. And that's all I do. And my car is... Maybe I leave the house for lunch when the cleaners come. Maybe. But that's every other week. The cleaners? Oh, you bastard. I know. What are you going to do? I have an office that they need to clean. They have to empty my my trash bin. What are you going to do? I still need to simulate the office environment. I can't anyway. roll my eyes any harder than that. <laughs> anyway. If I it, rolled my eyes any harder, I'd be looking at my own brain. Uh, you probably did. How? How? Probably wasn't that big though. That that was bad. That was bad. I'm sorry. Come on, man. That, You're that better did, than that. That, that could have been better. I mean, that not been really, a lot better. but still. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I just was. It's interesting because I definitely have turned into some weird recluse in the last couple of years, and. Uh, I need to I need to fix that. <laughs> it's definitely something that's on the on the board for new five year plan. <laughs> go outside. Yeah. Go outside. Well, first of all, put on pants, then go outside. Yes. Those are important. <laughs> Those are important that's orders. It. Yes, that's an important distinction. <laughs> so all right, DT. So uh what what brings us here today? Uh, well, another suggestion coming from, uh, familial relations and or people I'm married to. Suggestion was, you know, uh, episodes or, or spots, uh, in some of our, in, in, in some of, uh, some of the topics we discussed, you know, people going on holiday, leave, vacation. Mm-hmm. Okay, Lord knows Star Trek's had plenty of those. Let's see if we can find something from another franchise. Right. Well, let's talk about Star Trek first. First off, did you watch Moon Knight last night? I did not. I did not. Dude, I should have been drinking. Holy shit. Really? Wow. That shit crazy? Yeah. Really? Nuts. Absolutely nuts. Huh. Violent? A little of column A, a little of column B. Like horror aspect? Yeah, a little of everything. It's, it's really trippy, man. It's trippy. Huh. Interesting. I, I mean, I, I fully intend on watching it. I just I just couldn't couldn't pull it off last night. Well, let me tell you, 
it's definitely worth a watch. Interesting. All right. Well, I also have to catch up on Picard, too. So now, now what do I have yes, to do? Yes, because these are things <laughs> that we will likely be covering in the future. Yeah. I did I did cave and buy the entire series of Stargate Atlantis because nothing, none of it is streaming outside of SG-1 except on the Pluto TV channel. Ah, which okay. you can't you can't control what you watch on that. It just take as you take as it comes. And I don't want to deal with that. So fair enough. But um okay, so vacations. I want to start with Star Trek first. Well, that's good because I'm kind of struggling right now for some of the others. <laughs> well, let's see. We know they didn't do it in Battlestar. Well, okay, hold on. I do have a reference for that. We could talk about that in a moment. Then then let's start with that, because Star Trek's easy. You're froze again, you selfish bastard. To be honest with you, the the frozen look on your face kind of looks like you're having a mild stroke. Again, why does all the technical difficulties happen with you? Oh, Lord. You got stuck like Chuck, my friend. And apparently you're stuck again. Most disappointing. Well, it's okay. The people paid to hear me anyway. Yeah, of course they did. I'll work on Look, man, you're falling asleep at the wheel back there. Holy shit. Yes, that too. Folks, I think my co-star is stroked out on us, so... Oh, my God. Very (laughs) disappointing. Very disappointing. Yeah, this is all shit that needs to get edited, doesn't it? Can you hear me? I think I need to to restart. You selfish bastard. Okay, so I was going to talk. All right, so let's talk about Battlestar Galactica for a second, because I can't remember... If <laughs> this is the weird part, I can't remember if this was in Battlestar Galactica or if it was in space above and beyond. But there was a ship that space had beyond. was it that that had like, um, you know, an Arboretum esque like, but it looked like they were on a planet. And it was a specially dedicated pleasure ship or something like that. Well, so there was. In ba- in Battlestar, the reimagined Battlestar, I think there was Cloud Nine. I think is the there name was of Cloud it. Nine. Yep, and that and that was the ship that I guess was kind of the wreck ship. It had FTL because I think there was another one in like the miniseries that was uh, like an arboretum ship. Yeah, and that didn't have FTL, and that got blown to shit. So, mm. um, yes, I think there was. Yeah, there. Uh, that was, but that was the ship. Wasn't Cloud Nine that got blown up at New Caprica? It was. Yeah, that was the one that uh, basically led to the occupation of New Caprica because they tracked the fucking uh, nuclear. Ship. 
they were one light year away <laughs> from, from and it took a year and the cylons found it one light year away it's yeah. crazy so so but there was no there was no specific episode that showed the crew you know rotating on that ship now there was uh, that episode though when the extremists took over the bar and they were demanding the silence. That's the one where uh, the president's uh, little dude got killed in the gunfight. Data? No, 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 no. The first little dude. Oh, okay. The skinny was that kid. where they? Oh, okay. Was that was that the one where the the people on the fuel ship that you know had a really rotten deal? They they had like basically a, a factory job. And it was they were sorting out fuel ore. No, that was, was just a, a miserable existence. No, this was. Um, I think they were demanding the. I think they were demanding Sharon's body, or so. Or they were demanding like the the Cylon in the fleet, or something okay. like that. So it's been a while. I gotta. I gotta admit. So. Yeah. So, <laughs> but there was no true like pleasure planet or vacation i guess they did have some rotating r and r um i mean yeah i mean there was always like poker games and underground fight clubs and all this shit going on in the bowels of galactica and occasionally they would do formal things i think the quorum met on a set on a different ship you know all the surviving leaders and but I, i i do seem to believe i think cloud nine was there quote unquote I think maybe was it a cruise ship or something like that or something like that I mean it was like a it was disproportionately an arboretum and and, and I don't I I remember it had a big disc in the middle of it maybe with, with a dome on it maybe maybe yeah so that's that's what I was thinking about with Battlestar Galactica now you there had to have been something from uh oh god well you mentioned space above and beyond and they actually had an episode where they went to it was like a space station right and they all were doing different things and west couldn't find something to do so he kept poking his head in on everybody else's shit (laughs) and turns out like um Colonel McQueen's secret uh, favorite hobby is he liked watching like old like uh, like 1930s comedy films starring like W.C. Fields and like the Marx Brothers, and he's in oh, there really? just straight killing himself <laughs> while watching these. And West like, what is this shit? This is like this is over a hundred years old, boss. What is this? And he's and of course this is completely aside of the the boss he's never seen and this is the episode that david duchovny stars as uh and kind of has a guest star in he kind of plays the proprietor of this place okay and he's like in this big red suit and he's always wearing sunglasses and he's smooth and he's hip and he challenges <laughs> and i think he's playing pool so like vanson challenges him and it turns out he's a he's an ai and that that like fucking flips everybody's lid and stuff. Hmm. So 
Yeah, it was okay. Uh, All right, so we got that. So we got that. Futurama. They had to have something. In, I mean, the moon. The moon. The, 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 the moon was a big amusement park or something. <laughs> and uh, Bender's big score. They go to. The, they have to do a delivery to the nude beach planet, and then they all just hang out at the nude beach. You know what? I didn't see that one. That was but the, I that was pretty, one of the movies. I'm the pretty damn sure that my son did though. <laughs> That's the one where the scammers take over everything. Oh man. Yeah, there was that and of what else? Big score. Oh god. Yeah, that was a good one. A good one. And like Farnsworth just walks off with a thug life tattoo across his shoulder blades. <laughs> And they just start playing like gangster rap as he's walking by. <laughs> so I was like, oh, because that's when they discovered that, that Fry's got a tattoo of Fender on his ass. And Farnsworth is like, there's nothing wrong with a little ink. And he walks away with a big thug life <laughs> tattoo with some hip hop blast in the background. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's good. Well, let's see. There was also. Well, the, there was the episode uh, early in the series where they freak out. He's like, oh, well, this isn't a, they were looking for a license for nibblers. Like, this isn't a license. This isn't a pet license. It's a fishing license. And it's mandatory. And they all freak out. And then they go out <laughs> to the middle of the ocean. <laughs> it's mandatory. Right. <laughs> and then they get dragged down to the lost city of Atlanta. <laughs> Atlanta. Oh, my God. Yep, which Jeez. had broken off and like sunk into the ocean, and like because of all the chemicals from the Coca Cola plant, it turned all the native Atlantans to <laughs> fucking mermaids <laughs> and shit. Oh hey, god! Here you are, darling. These are some Yankees. <laughs> yeah. You know Probably what? I did see this mermaid. episode. Yeah, I was an older one. Zoidberg decides he's because he can live underwater. He's going to move out. He moves into this huge shell, and then Bender asks, or he asks Bender to help him move. And he's moving a couch in there, and you can't really see it. But then Zoidberg decides he's going to stay until he walks by and he finds out that even though underwater his house is burned down, he's like <laughs> Hermes is like, how the hell did this happen? <laughs> and Bender's like, oh, I knew I left my cigar burning down there. Oh my God! <laughs> that only leads to further questions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Futurama did a lot of that stuff. They'd go to Mars to Amy's parents' casino. Yeah. The whole Western Hemisphere. It's the best hemisphere. That's the same one on Earth. <laughs> That's the same one on Earth. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> so they own it, and it's Mars Vegas, and so it's basically just Las Vegas, and. Uh huh. On there, so you know they did. You know they've had a few into the wild green yonder. Spent a lot of time in there. That's where Fry gets into the poker tournament after he gets the ability to read minds. <laughs> that was the last of the Futurama movies. So they've yeah. done a lot, and of course it's Futurama. So like it reminds me of that one episode, like in, in once the reboots came back. <laughs> And I think they're they're going to investigate some sort of weird thing in Rome. And Hermes goes, didn't we used to be a delivery company? <laughs> there was talk about that once upon a time. 
<laughs> okay, so I'm satisfied so, that Futurama had had some hits like plenty. that. They plenty. I mean, I swear they go on vacation more than they work uh, in Futurama, which is part of the fun. They 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 get on all sorts of adventures doing dumb shit. So right. that happens. You know, there's always yeah, it's a sci-fi trope. There's always a pleasure planet. You know, there's always a, a shore leave spot. And if you ever have soldiers, definitely there's going to be a place. This is true. Hey, this is also true. I mean, fucking quarks in the hollow suite, you know. <laughs> Reverse those words. Switch them out. <laughs> Going to Quarks and going to the Hollow Suite. That's like that was like the respite on the edge of the frontier. Major Kira's home, the frontier. Right. Uh, You're delving into Star Trek already, though. What about well, Star Wars? I know the whole damn like show was about wars. Canto Bite, that bullshit side uh, quest in the in the Last Jedi that was, meant nothing. Right. I guess that was like their like. That was like their Las Vegas. I mean, nobody took a vacation there, but you saw it. Yeah. Uh, there Man. was there was an episode in oh in the uh, conspiracy arc, the Order sixty six conspiracy arc in the Clone Wars, in season six. When I did see that, where one of the where one of the clones was catching on because he right. was malfunctioning or something well, like that. One of the clones, one of the clones shot a Jedi early and then his buddy is trying to figure out what goes on. And so that mm -hmm. he gets all tied up in this conspiracy and he gets brought back to Coruscant and he realizes that it's a mess and he goes tearing off into the underworld and he ends up at a clone bar and it's a fucking bar full of clones. <laughs> They're all hanging out and, so, uh, I mean, yeah, you see spots. I mean, you get to see ports of call, so to speak. Uh, yeah. Do we really see a vacation? I don't think we do. Are they taking Star Wars? Clone Wars and you got Rebels? I don't think so. I really don't, because most of them were over arcs. Uh, you know, there are very few one-off episodes, hmm. especially with Rebels. Yeah, well, what I would say the closest thing to that might be episode three of The Mandalorian. No, episode four of The Mandalorian. The Village? Yeah. They go to kind of lay low to get off the grid. And they hang out with the Native Americans there? Yeah, they hang out with the Natives. or they're, And they're going to just lay low. I mean, that was the plan, to lay low, to stay out of sight. Yeah, uh, people's radar. I guess that's as close as I can find. And for a time, maybe Grogu about was going to stay there. Yeah, about ten minutes. Uh, <laughs> looked like <laughs> it was going to be a good place for them, particularly yeah. the little kid. You know. Yeah, that didn't work out. <laughs> yeah, you don't really get much. You get little pit stops, you know, at some seedy bar or something on the edge of the frontier, but nobody. And Star Wars takes a vacation. No, no. And that's the big. That's one of the big two right there. 
Well, let's see. I mean, and again, the, the next closest thing might be Anakin and Padme going to hide out in her family's, you know, cabin up in the fucking <laughs> lake country. Yeah, where where you, you can know? hide from the sand. Yeah, it's so coarse and gritty and gets everywhere. Yeah, boy, you ain't kidding. <laughs> Let me tell you, I kind of, I kind of get Anakin's gripe with sand. Oh um, yeah, <laughs> I just would have acted better. Yeah, <laughs> you would have acted better. That line was just so bad. <laughs> well, you got to blame the writer for that. Uh, that's the problem. I know. I know. Hayden Christians just... is a good actor. What else? I mean, I can't remember. I mean, you figured maybe Rebels would have one episode, but I can't remember one. I don't think they did. Rebels. Because um, Clone Wars is definitely not. I mean. No. I mean, and that then, bet. Uh, no. Yeah. Shoot. Well, we got that air. So Star Wars is kind of a dead zone on that stuff. At best, you get like a five to ten minute scene of somebody somewhere uh, going, "Oh, hey, uh, let's let's hide out here and relax." That's about as close. Yeah. As you get to Star Wars. yeah. There's no, you know, Han and Chewie on vacation. Ooh, Although I, I would just... watch that because uh, <laughs> bound to get they're bound to get into trouble. I oh, mean, that they would. Holiday, you know. Yeah, Chewie, <laughs> we deserve a break. You know, we we completed a big score for Java. You know, this could have this could be the plot of Solo Two, right? <laughs> you know, it could have been, but it wasn't, <laughs> and it never will be. It never. Oh my will God! Be. Here comes Daenerys Targaryen. <laughs> Uh, I've concluded that Emily uh, Clark or Amelia Clark is uh, box office poison. Yay, yay! So you say. I I I say. Well, because I see. <clears throat> you mean on the, on the big screen? <laughs> yes. I don't know. I know she's done some rom coms, which I don't watch, so it's a moot point. Um, I you know, know every I single know that, one of them. I know the Terminator. You know, movie she was Genesis in, was a bad was a bomb. Solo yeah. got a lot of unfair heat. Again, as I, we we did an we entire video that. about it. Yes, and I don't think it's fair to call her box office poison. Was the movie perfect? Uh, no, I do not think it was the worst Star Wars movie ever put to screen. No, that that that's a distinction for the Last Jedi or the Rise of Skywalker. Either one. Or the animated Clone Wars that they kind of threw up there, a little slapdash, rather than spending uh, a few more weeks that. rendering it so it could show up on TV. I intentionally, I intentionally skipped that because of the bad press. I just went because, <laughs> well, the theater was empty. It was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I, dragged poor, I dragged my poor wife to it, though. Oh, you probably paid for that one. Of course I paid for it. Yeah. Literally and figuratively. Literally, figuratively. Well, we were newly married, so we were feeling each other out still. You know, <laughs> trying to figure out what the limits were. And she's thinking, wow, I'm married into this. Ugh. I did take her to see The Dark Knight, and that worked out well. 
that was great. But that's that that was a masterpiece. It was. Still not sure what the Dark Knight was about, though. Well, there was no sunlight, so <laughs> Dark Knight. I mean, it was. You, you see, the the funny thing about Batman is, is like Gotham looks like there's absolutely no sun. Now, of course, when you have a hero who works primarily in the shadows. I mean, when does Bruce sleep? I guess it's a good thing to be a fucking billionaire, doesn't it? I mean, when he's out patrolling all night, he can just sleep in. Yeah, and he does. I, I it, mean, of course, it fits with the whole Playboy lifestyle and whatnot. I was literally going to say that. I mean, that's that's how they played it up in the Nolan films. They, I, I don't know, but we digress. We're not supposed to be talking about that. Um. Well, I'm not, I mean, there's not a whole lot of even superhero shows that really dive into it either. You know, occasionally you'll have dates gone wrong. That's a big thing in a superhero show, particularly in the CW shows. With like, yeah. the, the hero's finally getting out to on a date with his, gets or to, her, you know, his Gets or to let her. their hair down. Right, and it, something always goes sideways. I mean, that's the, I think literally every single fucking CW Arrowverse show had at least one or two of those episodes, sometimes one or two a season. It's always the date or the date goes tits up because of, you know, somehow something goes wrong where either the hero has to deal with it or they just happen to be in the area or, you know, whatever. (laughs) Vacations are always ruined for superheroes. This is true. At least in the shows. In the movies, they really don't have time to dick around that much. Mm-mm. But in the TV shows, their vacations are always ruined. Always when I'm eating. You know. <laughs> uh, okay, are, what about any other sci-fi shows? Like, I mean, we can't... Oh, God. This will be the shortest episode on record. Yeah. I mean, we can easily bullshit. I mean, we do that very well. <laughs> yeah. Look, I mean, I just open know, my mouth, and, 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 my and, mouth, and bullshit comes out. So, well, that's true. But uh, you know, a lot of the shows that we've also discussed have had, ep- you know, or, you know, like one seasons, or or a lot of the ones we discussed are limited series or short runs. You know. You're not going to have a bottle episode like that in most of these shows. I mean, Picard season one, what uh, what was it? Stardust City Rag? It wasn't exactly a vacation. It was a bit more of a heist thing, but at least you got to see people kind of out of their comfort zones. You know, Rios dressed like a space pimp. Uh, you got Nepenthe. Yeah, I mean, again, another escape episode, but yeah, that was a good one. Of course, now we're I mean, in Star Trek. That was literally going to see their friend for, for some pizza. Yeah, they literally shot by to <laughs> Indiana's Pizza Emporium. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, shit. It's the 24th century. You could have used a fucking pizza oven. I'm just saying. I'm not a huge fan of br- a grilled pizza. No, he used a pizza oven. He, he It was on the grill. It was it was a big stove out there. A stove. It wasn't a pizza oven. Mm. Hey, remember what Vizzini said? 
never uh, never match pizza with a Sicilian when food is on the line. <laughs> That's a good point. Side note, I've been thinking about resurrecting my father's pizza recipe. Well, just have a little holy water around anytime you raise things from the dead. Well, it's yeast, so technically alive already. I don't I'm know. Big, I'm a big fan of yeast. <laughs> I'm just thinking, like, I, you know, I should I should learn how to make homemade pizza because it's delicious. Yeah, well, none of that, none of that bobbly, bobbly DiGiorno crap. Uh, DiGiorno's okay when it's your only option. You know, when it's that or like Red Baron, go with the DiGiorno. I'm yeah, this is true. <laughs> when I was overseas in Saudi and, you know, I I wasn't on a, you know, I, I could get shipments from the, you know, American commissary versus going out into the populace and hoping oh. that, the, no, DiGiorno was it. That was that, it, that, huh? That being said, DiGiorno's a thumbs down here on the East Coast, man. I'm, I'm up <laughs> in the Northeast. I literally could go to six different pizza joints in a five-mile radius. They're oh, all good. Man. And you've got, you've got Italian pizzas, but you also have Greek pizzas. Oh, I love Greek pizzas, man. Remember, Greek we pizzas had, are we had, everywhere. They had the Greek pizza right up the road from us. Uh, on that corner, right? Yeah. I didn't realize that that was Greek pizza gr- uh, growing up. Had no Neither idea. Did I? <laughs> Until I met the owners, and then I realized it. <laughs> uh, last name was Papadopoulos instead of uh, Caprietti. <laughs> yeah. Did they still serve fries? Of course. Yeah. I ordered. I ordered from there the other night. Was it? Did that ever turn out into a high school hangout? I know. I, I know. I had a few friends who ended up working there, but then again, one of well, she wasn't really a friend, more of a classmate. Yeah. But, uh, it was like her uncle's place. So, I had a couple other friends who worked there. It was. It was. I mean, did people it, hang out there on a Friday night? Yeah, adults. Adults did. Oh, they, oh yeah. High schoolers couldn't get. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Couldn't make because growing up. That was just a little. It was it, you couldn't really dine in very much. There was like a couple tables, but then well, they well, then they re, built they the new one, built that whole one yeah. across the street. Yeah, hmm. and I was shocked. You brought me there uh, after I had moved away. Oh yeah, and I was shocked, and I'm going, well, oh, this could, could be like a full menu. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good time, man. Good time. <laughs> Bingo, we all good. So. All right, let's delve into Star Trek. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm trying to think. Oh, I mean, I guess the next closest thing you can dive into is maybe conventions, but nah. I think bounty hunters convention. <laughs> There's, <laughs> yeah, we, There's one episode that that ties I both conventions to that. and Riza. I, I re-listened to our Briscoe podcast uh, last week, and I realized we were yeah. we never said anything about Barry Hunters 
convention. We started to talk we about didn't? it. We didn't. We got sidetracked. No, that was probably one of the most memorable ones. Yeah, well, I think we got on a Star Trek kick the, because the Agatha we Christie about, yeah. who done it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, we, son we, of talked, bitch. we talked about it for a second, but not nearly as long as any of the others. And I think we got sidetracked because of that's what we do. That's what we do. <laughs> I think that might have been the closest to a, a vacation episode in Briscoe. I think so. Yeah. I mean, they're going, it's, they're not going there on a hunt or an adventure. They're going to try to meet with like minds and, and determine new ways to, to catch or even, you know, work together, which of course doesn't really work with bounty hunters. All right. Let me and ask you this. Bounty. Yes. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Just, I just thought of a million dollar idea that I think will work in this day and age. Briscoe County Jr. The movie doesn't have to be too expensive. Five million dollar budget. You could get at least five times your money back from that. Yeah, you put it on like Netflix or something, it'll go. Oh, release that thing, release it on the widescreen where it was meant to be. You could, I mean, you have drone footage that you could use. I mean. And just the witty banter. Ah, come on. You could market it as a comedy. And fans will show up. I mean, Bruce Campbell's got more fans now than he ever did during the Briscoe County days. That's true. Because he's he's famous for being Bruce. Yes. All right. I think what I'll do is I'll pretend that I have $5 million and I'll reach out to him to see if he's interested. Yeah. Yeah. And hence comes the restraining order. <laughs> I have a friend who uh, I have a friend who met him at a convention, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> he brought he brought this big bust of Bruce Campbell to have him sign. And while he's at the table, Bruce he's standing there for his photo photograph with him, and he's standing there looking at the camera. And in the picture, Bruce is just looking at the bust with like this "what the fuck" look on his face. <laughs> he framed the picture. I mean, he was like, honestly, like it, it could have gone worse, and and I I love it. <laughs> so, uh, uh, welcome to Briscoe Con twenty three. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> I can never meet I can never meet celebrities. I just don't have you ever met any of them? Like well, I met it, like I met Leonard Nimoy. That went that went fine because I was a kid. Well, I've met a lot of uh, I've met a lot of athletes over the years, you know. You you run into them, you just say, Hey, thanks for you know, appreciate what you do. Uh met a country singer. Um, not a, not a real big name, but a guy I really liked. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I met him at a random event years ago and then he actually did a USO tour. So I was like, Hey, I was at this one random show. He's like, I remember that show. (laughs) I mean, yeah. I mean, I've met some people like that. I mean, I used to report directly to the guy who's now the Secretary of Defense, so I don't know yes. if that counts for something. I wonder who his name was. Whatever happened to that guy? 
Huh. Good for him. <laughs> so there's that. I mean, there's that. I sat next to a kid who got uh, in college who got drafted by the Celtics into the NBA. Oh, really? To have a good decade plus career. So yeah, we used to him. talk sports. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, uh, I, I just don't want to go out of my way to it. This is why I'm not a convention kind of person, because I don't want, I don't want to ruin the hero that I have in my head. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get it, man. I do. I mean, because I met, met Adam Carolla. I met Adam Carolla <laughs> ten years ago, twelve, ten or eleven years ago, something like that. We waited in line, and it was fine. It was fine, but I just had, I was so nervous. I didn't know what to do or say. And he was great. I didn't realize great. the man show had a convention. No, he it was stand up and he would meet and greet after the stand up yeah, show. Yeah, I did that once after meeting a comedian after, after a show. Yeah. But I, so I went to take my a photo with him and my wife's camera, it would do that flash. To, you know, get rid of the eye, uh, you know, the red eye. And then it took a picture. I moved because I was so nervous thinking that it was a real picture. And this is just after he went on a rant about people having these kinds of cameras and having to double. This is like on a podcast like a couple weeks before. So I'm like, oh, God, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can we just one more? Just please, please. I'm so sorry. I'm that guy. And I'm standing there. And he leans into my ear and he goes, Way to go. (laughs) Way to go, PSVK. (laughs) You putz. See, I went to. (laughs) Damn it. it (laughs) Writing it down. We're dropping real names, folks. (laughs) Yes, well. Mrs. Cavman and I went to go see uh, <laughs> New England comedian Bob Marley, not the legendary uh, reggae singer. This guy who's, you know, a, a kind of a regional comedian. He was in Boondock Saints. Yep. Um, and the sequel. Uh, you know, mostly mostly doing stand up and probably like bit roles on like sitcoms and stuff. Bob yep. Marley, funny guy. I think he's from Maine. Uh, we saw him over uh, by Gillette Stadium, and then we went to get in line because wife and I we cracked up, and you know we hand over our I think it was a camera. Honestly, it might have might have might have been a smartphone. I can't remember. We hand it over for a picture, and he makes this goofy ass face, which apparently I started seeing. He does it, and he's like, in like <laughs> in like all these pictures, but he's kind of a goofball. So I mean. Yeah, I just said, hey, man, find you hilarious. That's all. That's all yeah. you have to do. Just, if you're doing that, just, comp, you know, say, hey, I'm a fan. Thanks. Yeah. And thanks for taking the picture, whatever. Is it weird? Sure. Do you not want to be, yeah. do you not want to make a big dick out of yourself? Of course. I passed Dennis Rodman at <laughs> the fucking airport. I was like, <laughs> yeah, nah, I'm good. He did yeah. no one went near him. And no. even if I was a huge fan, you know, from his NBA days, um, yeah, I would have given him a wide berth. Larry Bird, on the other hand, I would have gone up and said, "Excuse me, Mr. Bird, I'm a huge fan." 
Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Larry! I could see that. Larry! <laughs> Larry! <laughs> Larry over here! No, I'm not one of those guys. <laughs> if I meet a celebrity, that's what I do. No, Living polite and not bother them when they're in the middle of things with family. Right. You know. it, it, it's funny because living in L.A. gave us the unique opportunity to um, run into celebrities a lot. Right. I, I didn't really have like anything of a notable concern. The missus, when she worked at a home store, let's just call it um, the barrel and crate. Um, Did you just stop and get on? <laughs> <laughs> uh Kirsten Dunst uh came up to her asking her where Sir Latab was. <laughs> oh, you mean a competing and, store? Yeah, she did. <laughs> hey, can you tell me where there's a better store than yours? Yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal sure. was with her. Uh and then uh and then she helped out. Oh, she joked around with Polly Shore. Dunst, a Star Trek alum. Boom. Oh yeah, you're right. Here we, we go. Here we go. Here we go. Let me just, I'll do this one before we, before we go back. Uh, the big example of running into a celebrity and not saying anything, but they know you know that you noticed. What We were waiting for breakfast at... Um, Tiffany's? No, but it was in the heart of Hollywood on Sunset. We were there right before the pandemic happened, oh, right God. after yeah. Tiffany. I got you. I, 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 yeah, Come I know. On. Uh, now that did not dignify anything. Um, <laughs> while we were waiting for breakfast, Jeff Goldblum comes in with his family, Ooh. and he's got a young baby, and um, like he comes Trophy in, wife. and he and I made contact, and I go like, and I'm st- I'm I'm standing here with my phone, and I look up, and I see him turn around, and I'm like, <clears throat> I you know my big eyes, and we made eye contact, and then I did that thing where I look down and I turn my back on him. <laughs> Just because I didn't, I didn't, I couldn't handle the, the eye contact. What you um, do is you just nod and just. I'm sure let them it was bigger in my it. head. I'm sure it was bigger in my head than in reality. I'm but. sure that's something. I'm sure as far as <laughs> things go, that's probably okay for these guys. Like, okay, well, that was a little weird, but moving on. Yeah, yeah. But well, they're not. They're gold, not coming up to me. Bloom, who's weird anyway? Like, yes. Ooh. <laughs> he i mean it was a situation where you did not go up to him i mean that was, no. it was like a sunday morning no. he was there for brunch with his family and you yeah, ma- if you, you make eye contact that. you just nod yeah let these people live their lives exactly right? exactly if they start acting like a fucking diva you can go ahead and correct their ass i don't care hey yep we were in line first, fuckface. <laughs> they did get seated before we did. Of course they did. <laughs> money, money, money. Oh yeah, they they got the. I I didn't see him drop any any uh, cash up front, but he he definitely got the the treatment. So um, I'm sure he left a which huge is fine. There wasn't. I mean, it wasn't full, and we were just waiting for our table because we had. Come a big... on, man! Like you were gonna tip as much as Jeff Goldblum should tip. No, not saying right. he did. It could be cheap. I wasn't. You know, you hear all those stories about cheap celebrities. It's like, oh, fuck I know. you, man. <laughs> but yeah, 
I could well, see uh, Jeff Go. Uh, you know what, Jeff Goldblum ran kind of a pleasure planet, didn't he? In Thor, the car. In Thor Ragnarok, boom! Bring it back it's to my relevant. birthday. <laughs> On his pleasure yacht. And a pleasure yacht that just shoots fireworks. <laughs> Don't touch anything. <laughs> oh well, that's like the inside of Star Lord ship. Yeah, Pollock painting. Oh. Well, you've got issues. Yeah. Yeah. And you've probably got space herpes right now. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, By the way, was Guardians under Disney at that time with that joke? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Boom. Sex joke in a Disney movie. There you go. Oh, they swear in Disney movies and stuff. Marvel gets one every movie. They get one. (laughs) Shit. Language. That's I'm going to gloss They're, over. I think they're allowed to drop one language. shit per episode. <laughs> or per so. movie. So I, I, don't even think, I don't think they dropped one single uh, shit in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. They edited out the, uh, well, they covered up the F word. What F word? You know which F word? The swear F word? I use it all the time. In which movie? In Guardians of the Galaxy. I know on TV they edit it out when he's giving him the finger. I know. I know. (laughs) But they, I don't think they use the S word at all. Maybe not. But he he gave people the finger. So, I mean, it's basically the same thing. It's actually worse. Oh, I'm sorry. I had no idea this could do that. And they they almost get you at the very end of uh, at the very end of Infinity War, mother. And then he does the mother flirking in in Captain Marvel. Well, yeah, that's true. So he's got that's that, true. and of course, you know, in Spider Man Homecoming, bitch, you've been to space. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, please, you've been to space. <laughs> that's such a good line. <laughs> I hey, really wish space. they didn't put it in the trailer though That would have killed in the audience That would have killed I hate it when they put the best lines of the movies in the trailers And then it's, it's like, yeah, I've heard this already Yeah Let's see in context sometimes Because Marvel's really good at taking it out of context Yeah but and you see context and it has another level. Oh, but yeah, you're right. You're not wrong. Supposed to be maybe not a vacation, but a learning trip. Nah, Spider- the whole premise of the movie oh. was a field trip. Yeah, well, Peter kept saying, "This is my, this is my time off. This is my vacation." Boom! An entire <laughs> Spider-Man movie. <laughs> but what happened? Just like in every superhero episode, he when the guy's trying to go out on a date, or oh, he did. He did have a date with MJ oh, at the at the opera. Well, they were trying to do that, but just yeah, like in every TV show, it's like, oh, the world's ending. Sorry, I I've got to run. I have diarrhea. Wait, what? You yeah. know, <laughs> always stupid stuff like that in these TV shows. When it comes to like the superhero, you know, he like has to like leave out of the bathroom. Oh, what happened? Oh, I got a call. My grandmother was sick or something. Well, you couldn't just fucking tell me? You know, it's, it's how it always is. 
know? How did I survive the explosion of this entire restaurant? You know, <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> All this. But that was that was half of the spider. And yeah, he was like blowing off Nick Fury. He's like, you yeah. just sent Nick Fury to voicemail. <laughs> did you just ghost Nick Fury? Yeah. <laughs> He's calling again. You answer. I'm not answering. You answer it. <laughs> there we are. An entire superhero sci-fi movie about the kids just trying to go on a school trip. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Totally wants. You know, that, after that all was, these scenes, yeah. been disappeared for five years, and boom, ski. Okay. <laughs> and that's it, right there. I mean, you're not seeing. I mean, at best, in 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 movies and TV shows like. Sci-fi, at best, you get is like the little spot. It's like, oh, I think I'm going to go uh, relax on the beach with a Mai Tai. And as soon as they do that, then all of a sudden the bat signal shows up in the middle of the broad right. daylight. And they have to go back to work. <laughs> That's about it. That is true. Star Trek, however, has made many attempts to have shore leave episodes. Yep. I think the original, they was actually shore had leave, wasn't shore it? leave. Yep. It was like the planet. It wasn't at the... Well, all right. Remind me. It was like literally called like a pleasure planet or something like that. Like, did they they have like things come up that the the yeah memories desired desires? You know, I think McCoy wanted to rescue a damsel in distress, and he gets straight up murdered by a knight. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) And then then Kirk has to get into a fight with his old college bully. Flanagan. Apparently, bullying's allowed at Starfleet Academy in the 20th century. <laughs> and, of course, it, it was James T. Kirk, so his shirt had to be ripped, so, like, one nipple is hanging out. Yep. Duh. You know, he's he's dirty, and he's man-grabbing another dude, and, you know. Then you've got... Uh, You're turning a little homoerotic there. Have you seen what Kirk does with these dudes? <laughs> I mean, he can't fight, so it's always like weird Deborah Hamill fists and like oh yeah stuff. You uh, can't kick above waist level. I mean, it's James T. Kirk. Oh, and the and the judo chop. That was such an fists. old '60s thing. The yeah, judo the judo chop. The double Wait, the oh. double fist the double fist chop though. That was oh, that's how he beat Khan. Yeah, the double fist. That, yeah, the double fist of power. And TNG brought that along with them all the way through Voyager, and the TNG stunt coordinator. Was a big fan of the palm punch. Yeah, which but is the stunt so coordinator. <laughs> he was like, "We needed to add some continuity between TOS and this era, so we did that double fist chop." And I felt guilty using it. This is the stunt coordinator because he's like, "In reality, that would do nothing." Like, <laughs> yeah, I seem to recall Riker doing it once or twice. Yep. I mean, uh, oh god, Dax did it a lot. Yeah, but she also could swing a bat left, so I'm cool with that. Yeah, uh, I mean, true. Who else? Uh, I mean, it was always. Or how about when the the scene of Bashir like pulling a muscle trying to fight like the '60s in Trials and Tribulation? Because <laughs> yeah. they're all making these big haymakers. Uh huh. <laughs> See, no, that's a good inside joke right there. That that's was a break, an episode breaking that the had fourth wall. on it, too. Oh, it did. Trouble with Tribbles. To, the, rotating. to, to the station. 
Right, and the Klingons want shore leave, and they're going yeah. and getting shore leave, and then they're having bar brawls and tribbles, and they're doing what Klingons do. Yeah, they talk a lot of shit, and they also spoke with the Scottish accent to antagonize Scotty. You're right. I shouldn't. <laughs> What's it? Well, I mean, the Klingons are always down for a fucking party. And they were, yeah. Except when you, they're supposed to, like at uh, the you're cordially invited, and you know everyone's like a Klingon bachelor party. That's gonna be so cool, and it's like a fucking ritual of like <laughs> pain and endurance. While Dax yep. is throwing a fucking rager in her quarters. Uh huh. She's got a fucking Polynesian fire spitter out there. Yeah. <laughs> doing I think he was bored, by the way. No, no. Pony he wasn't? Guy. Yeah. He, was, I, he didn't have the ridges on his nose? I could have sworn he did. He not. did. No. Okay. Twirling the fire sticks and banging <laughs> Polynesian drums. Would have been yeah, better if he had the ridges on his a couple nose. episodes. Uh, what about... Um, well, let's talk to the beginning uh, of the era. Surely. So, okay, fine, surely. No, not no, no, of the era of uh, TNG's ah, Captain's, Captain's Holiday. Holiday. That was the episode that introduced us to the planet Ryza. Now, do you know who invented that planet? Yes, I did. I because I got tired of waiting for you. I after I finished Picard, I found chaos on the bridge because you fucking badgered me. <laughs> Badger you? You badgered me. Wow, your definition of badger is very different from my definition. You have brought it up at least three times in the last week. You badgered me so much I felt like Toad at Toad Hall. That's how much you badgered me. There is a door that you can just walk out. (laughs) Otherwise known as the ignore button on your phone. Hey. I just dropped a Wind in the Willows reference on you, and you fucking missed it. I don't know the Wind in the Willows. Toad, Toad Hall, Badger. Don't care. No. You fucking bastard. When that came on Disney Channel, I changed it real quick. Well, yeah, usually I fast-forwarded to Legend of Sleepy Hollow myself, but, you know, (laughs) because that was the duology. Yeah, it was. Mr. Toad. But you know what? You uncultured swine. There, that's it. I Just, stole a fucking reference from Toy Story from Don Rickles himself. I I am a Philistine. You are correct, sir. I haven't seen Godfather either. Let's just pile it on. One day, and this day might never come, I may call upon you for a favor. Probably a bad time to say this, but I haven't seen the original Star Wars either. Now you're full of shit. <laughs> All right. So Iris Stephen Bear, the man with the, the purple goatee himself, invented Ryza. And uh, he talked well, because to Captain, Gene Roddenberry because about Patrick it. Patrick Stewart wanted to get Captain Picard laid. Yes, he did. <laughs> he literally he literally went to the writers and was like, we should have a little bit more. Mm-mm. Look, we all know Captain uh, Captain Picard is stiff as a board. Let's let him put it to good use. Oh my God! Oh, that that's outside of the realm of my comfort zone. Nope, no, actually, 
That, that's a violation. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much what he said. He's like, you know, the captain needs to do more fighting and other things. Yep, the other thing. <laughs> so, yeah, so that well, they invented it, Riza, and he brought the idea. Iris Stephen Bear brought it to Gene, and Gene goes, "I want orgies everywhere." <laughs> well, I mean, do you remember uh, what was the episode of the first season? Um, uh, Angel One. No, that wasn't it. No, it wasn't. that was the one. No, the one where the... Wesley gets uh put on death row yeah it was something legal sounding i want to say oh god but yeah they walk in and there's all these gorgeous like it's like adolf hitler's wet dream because they're all like beautiful blondes out there justice Justice. the episode is justice yeah justice and they're like all what you know oiling each other up like it's about ready to become (laughs) greek sunday on uh you know it's at the Parthenon. And they were wearing costumes that I don't know how the dudes walked in them. I mean, because I, I, I could barely know how a woman could have walked in those costumes. With that way, that seam just went let, right up the middle. Let like, this be a lesson to you, banana hammock. Yeah, let me. Ugh, let me. They split the they split the bag in half. They had to. <laughs> like, just no. Yeah. So yes, uh, uh, that was I think that was the original idea, right? It's like, oh, <laughs> this could be a place for shore leave. Everybody's vigorous and yeah, half nude and openly you know, sexual. And they would they would they would do anything at the drop of a hat, any hat. Yeah, according to Troy. Yes, uh, including murder, including capital murder. Was she describing a crime at this point? I don't know, but <laughs> buggery is a crime. It can be. So we get to see we get to see Picard. We get to see Riza for the first time. That's where we and get to meet Riker. Bosch. Riker tricks Picard into getting. Oh, what's that talisman the called? The Horgan. The Horgan. Yes, and. Uh, which is a, he asked him to pick him up for him as a souvenir. Yeah, and he has it sitting out by his chair. Okay, and let's just put it this way: we all know that Patrick Stewart's best friend is Ian McKellen, and Patrick Stewart is a huge proponent of the LBGTQ plus community. I'm not uh, sure where this is going because. But is, man, do you remember that like fucking translucent like? reflective banana hammock he wore that whole episode oh my god speak okay yes again split the boys down the middle uh he had they had to him he split the boys down the middle you always cup my friend you cup you don't split like <laughs> look, most of the clothing in the 24th right century looked awful anyway let's just put it out there most most of the clothing in the 24th century did not look cool did not oh, look comfortable. God. So, I mean, uh, yikes. So, uh, so there, there's there's Patty Stew out there just trying to get his read on, get a little sun, you know, a little natural runs. sunlight. You know, Better I mean? splitting the boys. But, like, everybody's oh, coming up to him and, like, uh, hey, man, you DTF? You know? And <laughs> yeah. He's like, excuse me, I'm reading Shakespeare. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
whatever floats your boat, bro. You've got the uh, you've got the big Viagra bottle right next to your fucking chair. <laughs> like what? Yeah, it's the, it's the big boner beacon. You know, it's like he, that's what that is. You know. <laughs> yeah, and of course, it, the thing that probably excited him the most was going on an archaeology hunt. You know. Right. Right. So instead, just like every other superhero vacation or date, he gets sidetracked <laughs> on a mission and bad guys get involved. So getting Spock blocked. Yeah, right. Got Spock blocked. And then uh, I think the next time we see a reference is um, in the mind's eye. When Jordy uh, is on his way to rise up for a quote unquote conference. Right. Riser was always like a throwaway, like, well, we should go meet up on Riser. Although apparently Beta Zed was pretty free love, too. I, I yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> or, well, at that point. Or, or Menage at Troy's when, when, when they're kind of chilling there and Riker and Deanna are just hanging out by the lake and, of course, gets they're about to crashed by. Yeah. Gets crap, you know. She and get uh, Riker gets old Spock blocked by uh, Mrs. Roddenberry and uh, <laughs> Spock blocked. Yep, I like the term. We need to remember that one. Yep. We got it right. And that then one they down. get beamed up by the Ferengi. Yep. Yeah, that's another vacation ruined right there. <laughs> and they were you beamed up naked. Didn't by the, the way. Ferengi ruin Picard's vacation too? Yes, he did. Yeah. <laughs> Captain's holiday. Ferengi's just fucking crushing <laughs> holidays, man. Quark uh, and Quark and Rom went um to uh, to Riza with um no Bashir only and... Quark. No Rom. Oh yeah, you're right. And then, but that's when Lita drops the truth bomb that she thinks Rom is sexy. Yes, that's right. That's Quark, right. But you Quark know, it's, was there. it's supposed to be the two couples, right? Lita uh -huh. and Bashir. They're like deciding to have breakup sex like the whole weekend, and then. You know, Worf is like a giant stick in the mud and decides to, you know, hang out with the fascists who don't like the free love. I mean, it, 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 it almost, I want to know who wrote this. I need to rewatch that episode. Because this, this episode is almost like, dude, did some aging hippie fucking write this episode? It like, hey, work, man, right? the government dudes are crashing my free love. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Worf was a real dick in this movie, in that episode. And to be honest with you, could have been charged with treason. I, <laughs> you're not wrong. Is it let he is without sin? Yes, yes but he, without he was sin. without sin. Yeah, and uh, you know, season five, episode seven. I got. I'm rewatching that tonight. You know, if if this was 2022, you'd see Dax and Vanessa Williams getting down. We would. I mean, we saw we saw Raffi and we saw Raffi and Seven. I'm just saying, for no apparent I mean, reason. <laughs> yeah, that at was least just Dax makes sense. Well, but, yeah, Dax makes sense because Dax lived in both female and male bodies. Right. Just Raffi and Seven kind of just came out of left field at the very end. You know, it's not like there was any. They never even seen... talked to each other. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Not even sure. If they, they never did. shared a seed. They never shared a seed. Yeah, except <laughs> for maybe at the end when they're like trying to free Picard. I think. Perhaps. Oh, yeah, you're right. But it was like very limited, so it just yeah, it was. I'm not saying that it's the coupling is wrong because now they're actually getting some good. They're getting some good 
stuff here this season, but it's like the implementation of that coupling was entirely done wrong. Yeah, it's like uh, here's a salt pepper, here's a shit, here's salt, here's the pepper. Okay, <laughs> it's right there next to each other on the table. So that's there you work. go. Just say make it happen fair. organically, folks. Yeah, that's all I'm asking. You know, writers, the writers don't know how to do that because they all have to come oh. from a place of pain. Canonically, do you know what is the first time we see Riza? I thought it was Captain's Holiday. No, no, no. Um, well, yes, chronologically. I'm sorry. Enterprise discovers it in like season two. I no, think it, really? Yes. Uh huh. What? I think so. No way. Re oh, are you checking it up? Are you looking it up? I am because I'm better than you. What the hell? What was that all about? What the fuck, dude? You, you get mean. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, hey, don't bring him into this. <laughs> all right, Riza. Okay, sorry. My apologies, my old friend. <laughs> Let's see. Um, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Um... I know it was an enterprise. Are you looking ah, up yes. the Two days and two nights. Ryza was okay. first visited by humans in Starfleet in 2152 when the Enterprise NX-01 arrived at the planet and several crew members, including Captain Archer, uh, Hoshi, Travis, uh, Tucker, and Reed, all go down to the planet. <laughs> huh. this, this episode was fun. Hoshi... Ends up bonding over linguistics with some dude and, and gets some. And but you know, Reed and Tucker are like out trolling, right? They're like dressed up and they're to the nines. They're looking for some ladies and they get fucking mugged and like <laughs> like locked up and shit. And it's like so you're like getting like the the sweet kind of you know fun fling romance, you know. Yeah. Romance on one side, on the other side, you're like, oh, <laughs> this turned ugly quick, boys. So, yeah, that was the first time the NX-01 visited Ryza. I'm not seeing it in season two. Maybe it was season one. It's called Two Days and Two Nights. That might be a season four episode. Oh, no, here we go. T episode 25, season one. There okay. it is. Okay. I'm just saying, I'm a man. Um, I've got one to throw out to you that you probably weren't thinking about. Mm. Yosemite. There you Captain, go. Captain Kirk was vacationing in Yosemite and climbing El Capitan. Go climb a rock. Uh-huh. Talk and, about uh, a vanity project. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> and by the way, I can honestly tell you, uh, they would not be allowed to uh, uh, start a fire at the base of El Capitan. <laughs> especially, especially in the 23rd century, where everyone can just beam to Yosemite now. Yeah, well. As someone who fuck, vacations right? there every week, uh, every year. Every week, my God. 
<laughs> well, apparently you're better than me if you can vacation every week. Well, I, I've been trying to keep keep that subtle, but you know, whatever. Subtle is so... not your thing, bro. <laughs> it subtle is not your thing. It is not. Yeah, so, that's true. You that's start a little with dark a little horse of, there. You start with a little. No, that was a good catch. That was a good toss. Um, and I think I think it was a cutscene, but wasn't like Sulu and Chekhov like doing something and getting themselves in trouble in that episode in that jam. I don't know. I don't know. So yeah, there's uh, it's there's episode, those. It's what else do we Star got? Trek Five? Who wants to watch it again? <laughs> I can't think of any others. I, I mean, we saw Quark go back home. Uh, yeah, that wasn't so much a vacation as it was. That like was not tucking tail and running. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, uh, they used the Rise set on uh, Voyager when. Uh, oh God! It's they a must clip. have I had a, a layover. They is. must have had a layover on Voyager at one point, right? They well, yeah, but I mean that that's that was when they really used the holodecks. Oh right, the holodecks. There was a lot of holodeck episodes that people would use for dates, or for right. time off, or for weird sexual fantasies like Reg Barkley. He, he, but he wasn't. He wasn't on Voyager. No, but just in general, holosuites, <laughs> holodeck. Yeah. Interesting. You know, I honestly, uh, I'm not even going to bring it up. I'm not even going to bring it up. We I honestly did. We like Reg. Uh, we love Reg. I just didn't. I didn't think about the full use of what those holodecks could be used for until Voyager. No. Honestly, until lower decks. Yeah, that's, <laughs> but remember Voyager when um, what was it called? Bloodlust when the Vulcan kid. You know, like imprints on Bellana through Ponfar and Tuvok's like, here, let's get you a uh, suitable uh, program here on the Hollow Suite. Uh, so uh, let's hope it uh, gets it figured out, big guy. Which it did. Not really. So since he couldn't mate, he had to brawl. So. Oh, well, Tuvok. So Tuvok, it worked. <laughs> But he had immense guilt afterwards. So, <laughs> and almost Which, any date or time off on the Orville went sideways. Oh my almost God, that Bordis episode! <laughs> yeah, that was that was that was a thing of things. <laughs> but Lord is right, right. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But you're right. I mean, the you know, crewmen would schedule time in the holodecks or the holosuites, right? Yeah. Steve O'Brien would go kayaking. Him and, and pull Bashir out his shoulder would, every time. Yeah, and he and Bashir would go and reenact some fight, you know, some historical battle. <laughs> That's what they would do. The battle for Britain. The Battle of the Alamo. Mm-hmm. You know? What else? There was... Cisco would go and watch 
re- baseball uh, games, mock baseball games between legendary like between, baseball teams. Yeah, between different era teams. Yep, you do that, then you'd get uh, oh, on the Enterprise, you know, like Picard's Jam was like fucking going to do Shakespeare. Uh, yeah, Riker would like to go to jazz bars. Uh, Data did everything. Oh, ah, here's a great one. Fistful of Datas. Oh, God. <laughs> another, another great example of a holodeck gone wrong episode, which, of course, ends up with Worf having to defeat an entire army of Datas. Mm-hmm. Including Data and Drag. Uh, <laughs> I have a feeling Brent Spiner loved that episode. Oh, he allowed him to chew his scenery. Oh, God, yeah. He and, loved that stuff. My hero. Computer and program. A <laughs> little bit of gay panic there. You, you've, but... <laughs> got, you've got... Well, I mean, Data was his superior. It had to have been awkward. It would. It would have been. You're absolutely correct. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't gay. Maybe it was. He just wasn't down for android sex. Maybe Worf's just a purist. Like, like, like. You know, organic. I don't know. <laughs> or maybe Worf is just really approved, like we've seen in everything. <laughs> Every single episode. Yeah. <laughs> Including the bachelor party. Four days. Yeah. Four days. <laughs> the journey to Kalhaya. Yeah. Oh, the fact that you remember that. Did you watch that recently? It's just, it's a really fun episode. So it's yeah. those things that stick in your mind from some of these uh. episodes. It's like, <laughs> you've seen them a few times. I mean. I've know. honestly seen it twice in my entire life. Kill so. Worf. Yes, we gotta kill Worf. <laughs> kill Worf. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on, man. I mean. Star Trek is probably the one that's best suited for all of these because they visit strange new worlds and, you know, you get these open, these cultures that welcome you to absorb and learn, you know, science cultures, right? They want to get you to breed with them or whatever. So, but something always goes sideways on those. I mean, even on the most blandest day on the Enterprise, they almost get into a full-scale interstellar war with fucking Romulans. (laughs) This is true. Day this day. is true. Yep. Captain Picard gets involved in time-traveling shenanigans on an archaeological dig while also trying to duck being humped by everyone on Ryza. Oh, that's right. They were from the future, weren't they? Yeah. I mean... Yeah. And he has, <laughs> to, he has to battle Proto-Rom. Yeah. <laughs> he, was he, was, he was Proto-Rom. You're right. <laughs> Like, I think that was the same exact makeup and everything. Probably. I mean, I, most of the... I I think it was just some subtle changes, but, I mean, yeah, dude. You think, <laughs> of, you think of this stuff. It's it's always something, you know? Oh, let's go to the holodeck and do some... Hey, let's, let's do, do a Sherlock Holmes mystery and create a sentient <laughs> computer that's trying to take over the ship. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. My bad. Sorry, dude. <laughs> I hey. said to defeat Data, not Sherlock. My bad. I always do that. I know. <laughs> Oopsie. Or, hey, <laughs> let's go ahead and uh, try out the new holodeck program. And, oops, a little glitch in the system causes real gangsters Safety to protocols. shoot people. Safety protocols are gone. <laughs> oh, no. This random dude who's supposedly one of our crew gets shot and is lying, dying for an hour. Oops. You know, something always goes wrong when they go to the holodeck. Yep, that's true. Uh, Even Worf's promotion. (laughs) Retract plank. A remove plank. Remove plank. Uh, I believe it's retract retract. plank, number one. Yes, my bad. Yeah. Sorry! (laughs) (laughs) Of course, anytime in almost any place... Something has to go wrong on a vacation or a holiday because it's TV and movies. Yes, you need something. Right. I, I mean, <laughs> this is a this was a topic that really I think we were kind of pigeonholed to just Star Trek because just the breadth of TV versus anything else. That we really cover generally, it's like the only one that had the opportunities. Yes, that is correct. I mean, anytime, you know, Kirk's crew beamed down somewhere, somebody ends up dead, uh, you know, even <laughs> at a pleasure planet, Enterprise goes to that automated station that's able to repair them and give them everything they want. And then they try to steal fucking Travis. Yep, you get that. The Rise of One was a little more of a, it's a little bit more like little vignettes of people's lives, I guess. Yes. I guess you could say. True. That might be one <laughs> of the closer ones. But, uh, you know, vacations in science fiction always go wrong. <laughs> oh, God. I think the well, only I vacations think... that go right are the ones that happen off screen. Oh, you were back. How was your vacation? Oh, it was awesome. Oh. I got this game I want to share with you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that the game. Completely forgot that one. Riker's chasing some chick around. Hey, you got this game they want to play. Oh, yep. really? Yep. Not that kind of game, dude. <laughs> Just one that'll help us take over the Federation. Yep. Boom. That Always was good. Something. Well, <laughs> Went swimmingly right. until then. And wasn't that kind of how what happened with the freaking with conspiracy? Like somebody beamed down to a planet. Ooh, what's this? And then the fucking parasites got him. Yep, that's it. That's what happened. So I think the moral of the story is use a lot of hand sanitizer. Always, always, and and bring your own bottled water. Yes. <laughs> so. I think we hashed this out pretty well. What do you think, GT? I think I think it was a pretty <laughs> off the wall topic, but big <laughs> tip of the hat to Mrs. Cavman for giving us one to kind of chew was, scenery on. It was an entertaining. It was an entertaining uh, venture, that's for sure. <laughs> so, uh, why don't you take us out, my friend? <laughs> well. 
seeing as we're approaching spring, my friends, should you go to a pleasure planet, shore leave, vacation, or your nearest hollow deck or hollow suite, watch out, guys. Something's coming around the bend. <laughs> and you're always going to feel obligated to leave your day. So... <laughs> And on that note, everyone, you guys keep dreaming. We'll keep working. So long, everybody. And we'll see you on the high ground. Those Sci-Fi Guys is an independent broadcast by AlphaSite Productions, produced by DT Cavman and P.S. McKay. Music courtesy of Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. For more information on upcoming episodes, follow P.S. McKay on Twitter at P.S. McKay, or go to thosescifiguys.com for past episode information.